Hey there, and welcome to episode 319 of Constructing Comics, a podcast about building stories one page and one panel at a time. On this episode, we have an interview with some of the creators behind CAC001 Anthology, Mundane Surrealism. Shannon and Kathy, thanks for coming on. Uh, Shannon, we'll start with you, since you've been here before. Uh, Tell us about yourself. Thank you, Noah. I'm so happy to be back. Um, I feel like we're best friends now since that first uh, interview. So thank you for your friendship and for bringing me back on the show. Uh, I'm Shannon Spence. Um, I make comics. I made the Comics Accountability Club, which was just a small mention my last interview. But now it's the reason that we're back. Um, Super excited to be here and talk about the anthology. Yeah. And tell me about uh, just, you know, I encourage anyone who's listening to go back and listen to your episodes, but just talk a little bit about the comics you've made um, and what got you into comics really quick. Yeah. um, The comics. So I I started out making a medieval fantasy comic that I was working on the last time that we spoke. Um, The mini is called The Hunt Begins. Um, that project's kind of on the back burner because I got, oh no, I did talk about my new project, Punk Lab Girl. I think I was writing it at the time. So that book is uh, slated to come out in April. Um, it's about a punk girl who gets a job at a lab that's doing some shady stuff and just kind of like the shenanigans and it's going to be uh, very colorful and awesome and badass. So I'm really excited for that. Uh, so yeah, I just make um I don't know cool comics I make stuff that I think is cool and uh I help run the club Kathy helps me run the comics accountability club um yeah that's how I spend most of my free time good throw Kathy tell us about (laughs) yourself what's your what's your comics origin story hi I'm Kathy um my comics origin story is I'm still in process. I feel like I'm very scattered at the moment. You know, I've worked on a couple of projects here and there. I had a comic out with the Cult of Zomic book. You might have heard of them uh, in their all genie comics. Uh, And that was my first comic to come out. And um, now I'm doing the anthology with Shannon. I've got a comic there, but most other things, I don't have a ton of comics out otherwise. just kind of all over the place. I'm working on a project I call Cat Boyfriends that I'm hoping to have released by the end of this year. So I'll have a little bit more under my belt coming up soon. Yeah. Yeah. uh, What uh, got both of you guys into comics? I think I've asked Shannon this before, but it's sort of, I think it'd be cool to hear both of you guys talk about where your love of comics came from, why you love it as a story you know, telling mm-hmm. form and all that good stuff. So Shannon, why don't you go first and tell My us about comics, comics origin story starts with Captain Underpants. That's, that's my origin. I didn't start with the cool, you know, slick Marvel. I started with whatever the <laughs> hell that was. Captain Underpants that? is cool. Who does that comic again? It's autobiographical, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's based on a real story. Captain Underpants wrote and drew it himself, right? <laughs> no. that poor guy that's just always what i assumed okay and yeah. he looks like that he's really just a big bald baby <laughs> met him a couple of times at cons he's really nice actually wait really 
Aw, because that guy has a new comic out about like a dog. Looks really cute. Oh, you're just uh, joking. Okay, I anyway. Am, but I <laughs> like dog bit. Pilky. Yeah. yeah. Like a dog policeman. Okay. Um, I read those books in elementary school. And, you know, I grew up reading Garfield and all that in the papers. And um, I tried to, like, my first comic was making an imitation of Captain Underpants. Because, you know, imitation is the <laughs> you know, most sincere form of flattery. Um, it was called Cyborg Tweety Tush. Let that sink in. It was a nice. robot bird. It was a mech. It was a mecha. Now that I think about it, it was a mecha. That's impressive. <laughs> um. Yeah. And uh, I mean, before that, I think in third grade, I had like made like a cool like dragon bloody thing comic that I like photocopied and distributed in my class, and I got in trouble <laughs> for it. Um, oh, so yeah. I, I like, that was when I first started making comics, but then I like took a break for like, I guess like 10 years. And, uh, in college I took a, um, a sequential arts course that was like very, um, highbrow, like theoretical, but we read some really awesome, uh, comics in that class. Like, uh, my favorite thing is monsters and fun home and mouse and all those all those formative graphic novels that say a lot and do a lot of cool things. And I was like, at the time I was doing a uh, fine arts printmaking and I wasn't really sure what the hell I was going to do in terms of art after college. And I feel like comics just kind of clicked and, uh, cause you can do anything. You can do anything you want. And that's my favorite thing about comics. So ever since I've been like zoned, just honed in on it. It's just the best thing ever. So it's my story. That's awesome. It's an awesome story. Thank you. And Kathy, you were uh, not a fan of Captain Underpants and wanted to burn them all, right? At school? <laughs> right. That was what you were. I was a book yeah. burner. That was me. Um, yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, I did read Captain Underpants. I wasn't against it. I was into you know it. What? I'm not defending Captain <laughs> <laughs> You can talk trash about it. I don't care. I'm pretty sure Shannon's the president of their fan club. Um, um, she monitors that Discord too. Yeah, uh, I mod. Yeah, Discord mod on the Captain Underpants. Yeah. Okay. Um, sorry, Kathy. Keep yeah, going. I was too busy reading Warrior Cats. So Dave don't Pickley. Worry. Dave Pickley. His name is Dave Pickley. Say his name. Dave or is it Pilkey? Pickley. Pilk. I think it's, it's Pilkey. I'm sorry. But isn't it Dav? He doesn't have an E at the end of his name. Okay. I just butchered. Just move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh yeah no i uh, i like read comics when i was a kid i was into them we had the peanuts comics in our bathroom and everything at home um but i didn't think i was gonna draw any of them i read a lot of manga and like watched anime and shit and i was really into cartoons and that was just kind of something i loved through college uh and i studied graphic design in college and like took a few figure drawing classes and that sort of thing. I was like, ooh, yeah, I want to draw stuff forever. Um, and then when I read Spinning by uh, Tilly Walden, I was like, oh, mm. I want to make shit like this. Um, so that was just kind of what made me pick comics. I was wanting to make cool art and write stories and everything. Uh, but haven't been drawing since the third grade or anything like that. I'm a little bit fresher. So. <laughs> I don't know. You, you were like Get out of here. my inspiration and I was like Dav Pilkey is my inspiration. <laughs> I, there's nothing wrong with Dav Pilkey. I mean, he made a lot of great books. That's really incredible. Very inspired art. 
<laughs> I like well so this is one of the reasons why I like both of you guys is that you both have I like you know similar like, like tastes similar goals ambitions things like that but you guys both have different tastes in comics and art and things like that I feel that you both balance each other out so I'd like to hear from both of you how you both met and how you guys became <laughs> friends and wanted to start working together on something big like an anthology like a comics anthology I'd really like to hear about that I'd like to hear from Kathy's perspective um her experience mm -hmm. with joining the club because I mean my, mm -hmm. my experience with becoming friends with Kathy is kind of short you know I it, or it's a quick story like I formed the club um after you know a desperate attempt to meet people when moving up to New York City and not really finding it um and I was you know trying my best to make it engaging and make it a good community and Kathy just kind of like from the very beginning was engaged and helpful and just a really awesome person and I felt like I could reach out to her so I don't know and I feel like she just kind of offered her help to me and I just took it and that's like that's like my experience but I want to yeah. hear your side Kathy. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> well I similarly was very desperate for friends after moving to Richmond. Well yeah no um and I was just like following every artist on Instagram that I could find that had our RVA in their subject line or like oh, was associated with other Richmond artists so I was like this is how I'm gonna meet people and make friends I got this. Um, That's smart, actually. And then just, like, one day out of the blue, Shannon posted on her story, anybody want to make, like, an accountability club where we just keep each other company and make comics? And I was like, yes, that's exactly what I want. So I <laughs> responded to her story. I didn't know you at all. Um, and just kind of jumped in. And I'm very much, when I want to make a friend, I'm going to make that friend. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I thought you were really cool. Yeah. Aw. No. And you're like dedicated to your art and shit and I really respect that you're pretty nice so I hopped on board was happy to be here I'm glad to be along for the ride I'm so glad you you found that I put RVA in my story mm -hmm. or my uh my um bio thank god I did that or you wouldn't have found me <laughs> yeah <laughs> and no. I wasn't e even in Richmond at the time I was clinging on to the memory of Richmond <laughs> oh it's adorable um I love you guys. Um, let's we let's love move you. on though. We do. Um, You're amazing. I, you guys are stop cute as hell. <laughs> I, I really want, but I really want to hear then when did, uh, I mean, like obviously the club started. Um, yeah. You guys started doing meetings and, and that like, you know, started gathering more club members. When did the idea mm -hmm. for the anthology come together? I think after SPX, or was it right no, before I had, SPX? I had submitted mine before SPX, so. Kathy, I gotta lean on you. I have the worst memory. I well, I want to say, I want to say, I want to say in September. September was when we were fielding ideas for the um, um, like the theme. Mm -hmm because we gave it a lot of time we were like September I think we started around September and then by November we wanted to have people's like first submission so we gave ourselves a lot of time I'm not sure where the idea came from I think um I think we had the idea of doing like a club yearbook or something and then it became mm -hmm. the anthology 
honestly, I think it was Brian. I think yeah. Bri- I think Brian inspired me. <laughs> that would make for I, listeners. That's Brian Judge, who we've had on a couple of times from yeah. the Cult of yeah. Zomic book. The Brian the Cult Judge. Of book. Brian yeah. joined my club um, because he is a social networking fiend. He is incredible mm-hmm. at finding artists on Instagram, um, mm-hmm. and I found out about his uh, club Zomic book. They make the Zomic book anthology, <clears throat> and I met him at some cons and I held that book in my hands and I was like wow this is incredible like it's a huge it's a huge anthology of all these different artists and I was like well I have a bunch of artists in my club I want to do that (laughs) (laughs) it's just cool and and also it was like you know I'm I'm it felt like the right thing to try to organize because you know I'm I'm trying to encourage these people to make their first comic in some cases to you know pick a goal and have you know something that they can finish at the end of the year so I was like why why can we not why not provide that for them you know why not give them a platform to publish their first comic and for a lot of people I feel like your first comic that you you know do from start to finish is so formative and important to your development as a comic artist like yeah yeah. so I I wanted to give people that opportunity because a lot of people in our club um haven't made a comic yet or they've only done like little things so it was kind of an opportunity to be like hey you can write a six seven page story and um put it in this book with everyone else and I mean that's the great thing about an anthology is you can just kind of make a small little jam story and and get to feel out the comic making experience of god forbid writing to you know thumbing the script all that all that all that lovely process and really learn a lot about yourself. So I should have, I should have researched, I should have looked in our history to see when it started, but I, I really do think it was Brian's club that inspired me to want to do something like that. And I did lean on him. We've leaned on him at multiple points for advice on how to do it because he's done it multiple times. So I'll give yeah. Brian credit. Brian's I think it's interesting. <laughs> Yeah, I like that you guys don't really remember when it happened. It just sort of happened. I think that's awesome. And uh, yeah, I love the philosophy behind it. That's great. Um, Kathy, you came up with the idea for mundane surrealism, though. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Where did you get the idea from? What were you like? What were you consuming or whatever? What was it that was? Tilly Walden? I don't know if that (laughs) answers that question. Uh, Uh I have a mild like strong interest in her work and she just does a lot of like totally normal things are happening but it's like a giant person in a city like uh, they're taller than the buildings and shit like that um and just uh, i don't know the word to describe that would be mundane surrealism and i'm really that's cool i didn't didn't know that i actually haven't read any tilly walden at all oh i I gotta i'll bring you a book (laughs) bring me a book Mm -hmm. bring me a book I i just know I know her as the incredibly prolific and young comic book artist. That's how I know her because my good friend, Amy, when we go to Velocity, she'd like point at all the Tilly Walden books and be like, look at how many books she's made. And I'm like, oh my God, that's crazy. It's our age. It's okay. But I respect her. I mean, I've seen her work and it looks incredible and you have to respect that sort of work ethic. But I I didn't know that it was low-key the inspiration um, for the theme. So now I really need to get on reading that yeah no uh yeah so it's just things like giant cats and big people in small cities and like living in the clouds and stuff like that and I 
had the idea but we actually we did it as a vote so it wasn't just gonna be by yeah ideas. we had a couple of submissions for ideas and then the club voted on I was kind of surprised wanted. it won because because it not that it's not an incredibly cool idea and I'm glad we mm-hmm. did it but it was like you know it kind of sounds like highbrow or something um yeah. you have to explain it but it it's a really good subject because I mean you know like well because a lot of us I think work we're normal jobs during the day mm-hmm. you know we we turn into comic creatures at night and so we're, we're we're like juxtaposing our own lives and thinking about comics during the day and so it definitely feels like appropriate I think for our club yeah absolutely yeah I loved uh, the idea of it I wasn't originally going to submit a story and then I think talking with you guys made me really want to because I like I think once I read the phrase mundane surrealism, my brain just started going because that's it's really cool. Your story um, is awesome, by the way. And beautiful. Really thanks. I pulled yeah. it out my ass. Yeah. What a on. beautiful ass it came from, clearly. It's gorgeous. gorgeous. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, that's okay. Episode's over. <laughs> that's all I wanted to hear. <laughs> um, just get back on track, guys. Let's stop talking about my ass. Um, okay. even though it is, it's really worth talking about, but I know. that's on my other podcast. <laughs> the, so how has it been running an anthology? Like this is a huge project, you know, a lot of people involved. Um, I'll start with Kathy first this time around. How's it been running an anthology with all the different people contributing to the book, you know, doing a yeah. crowdfunder, doing, you know, getting it ready for print, all that. What, how's it been? It's been a learning experience for sure. Um, but I think a lot of our members have been very like communicative and like available and like we extended deadlines, but that was very much expected. We were kind of planning on it being like a when it gets done, it gets done until we do the crowdfunder sort of thing. Uh, so once we got to a point where we had all of the submissions then we did the crowdfunder and I think that was a smart move on our part. Uh, so we're not like waiting on any artists or anything at the end but um, it was really I I don't remember there being any huge complications or anything Shannon it was definitely new I don't think either of us have done a project this large before but not anything we yeah. can handle between the two of us felt good having a teammate there well, yeah thank you thank you so mm-hmm. much for helping me seriously <laughs> <laughs> And be like, you it love was, the it was like at, at every great. point when I was like, Kathy, do you want to like, like, I, like, thank you for helping me on X. Do you, are you interested in like just continuing to help me? And you were always like, yeah. And I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you're officially the vice president. Um, Woo. For sure. You called yourself that at the last meeting. I'm, I'm accepting it. For Thanks. sure. You deserve it. But um, I think I totally agree with Kathy here. It was like, we, we, I think we were very smart about the way we planned it out. We were like, okay, this is our first anthology. You know, a lot of things could go wrong. Um, Like, let's just plan. Let's like, let's just give ourselves a lot of time. You know, Mm -hmm. like let's focus on making it good and not getting it out really fast. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I, I, one thing about running the anthology or a project like this, Noah, is that you feel definitely a sense of responsibility um, because, you know, these people worked uh, hard on these comics and you want to make sure they look good and 
that whatever they get and they hold in their hands is like they're going to be proud of and happy with um because there's nothing worse than like submitting to something and then you get the book or like you open it up and you're like uh like these margins look bad or you know the print quality is poor you know I want to give them like all the resources like I, I wanted to give ourselves time to make it right so like Kathy said we really gave ourselves a good chunk of time to say, okay, we'll have a first deadline and then a second deadline and an extension deadline for those stragglers <laughs> that needed the extra time. Like um, a super secret final deadline. Yeah. We had like a super secret final deadline from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, because like, like I said, like I wanted people to feel out the comics making experience and learn about themselves and be able to finish. So we, we were very lucky. I think we were very fortunate that tons of our members were very forthcoming with how quickly they were working um and you know we 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 did a good job like checking in with everyone but honestly mm-hmm. like I have to give credit to our members they did an amazing job um keeping up with the deadlines and uh, if they weren't like they needed an extension they were very open about it so yeah I honestly feel like we just got lucky like we just have some amazing members that were willing to work really hard but I also think the fact that we gave ourselves so much time, like I, I think we mm-hmm. made a smart move and we didn't lose a lot of people because it was like, oh, like, like you shouldn't quit because, you know, you have a few more weeks, like you could finish mm-hmm. this up, you could tone down the color, like you could, you could make it work with the time we had. So yeah, I think it was definitely a learning experience, but I, like, I think we did it as, as amazingly as we could. And we're like, really going to, knock it out of the park the next time like we're gonna know exactly what to do and what to expect so I'm excited for that but um yeah that's awesome yeah you guys have been doing great I think this is like the fifth or sixth anthology I've been a part of and it's been really impressive to see you guys work at the same level as people who've been doing it for a long time so you guys are you guys are so nice to hear yeah thank you so yeah um so you know, the, I'll just, we'll bring it up again at the, at the end of the episode, but it's on crowdfunder right now um, Mm -hmm. for another couple of days. Um, You guys set a goal. It's been met. It's doing, it's going really well. It's been met three times. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And uh, what was it that led you guys to using crowdfunder? Because we actually haven't had a lot of people on the show who use crowdfunder. It's a lot of people use Kickstarter or Indiegogo. Mm-hmm. So I'm very interested what what led you guys to crowdfunder and also what led you to doing only like a two week long campaign. I think I have to answer that because I feel like I just made those executive decisions myself. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um because we weren't initially going to crowdfund this. We were initially just going to make this for ourselves. And because like I said, from the beginning, we just wanted it to be a good production for our group. Um, mm-hmm. And it was originally like, it got bigger as time went on. We were originally like, okay, we just want to make a little something for our first year. And I think you're right. I think we were talking about like a yearbook, but then it was like, why don't we just make an anthology, you know? Yeah. And then it was like, oh, we have this many people. Like this is a substantially sized book. Like, we could make it really nice and we could offer it to the public and you guys could buy multiple copies. And it just made sense to do the crowdfunding because, you know, I'd seen other people do it and it's just a great way to um, 
like one advertise your club and like the people within it and promote them and two like collect all the orders in one place and three like you can have these different levels of people can contribute for a digital copy or they can just donate um so it just made a lot of it made a lot of sense the more I thought about it um and about why we use crowdfunder um when I went to SPX uh, crowdfunder was the sponsor, um, for SPX and they had recently added some like comics related tools to crowdfunder, like specifically for comic artists. So it, like, I wanted to try out the platform because no one I knew had used crowdfunder. Um, I had talked with Brian about what he had used and, um, Eric Jassic, uh, I think he used Indiegogo. I talked to him about about it um so I kind of wanted to try it out so that I could let everyone else know about what the process was like and they had built-in features for comic artists so like we actually are in the comics anthology category on crowdfunder um so that's cool and then they have a lot of little options that I thought made it pretty seamless to set up so Mm -hmm. um and the reason we did it for only two weeks was honestly because I think we we want to like get it done. Um, mm-hmm. There is the option on Crowdfunder to make it like indefinite. You can make it so that um, you have endless orders like Philippa Australia from our group has uh, this anthology called Meandering Realms, which is amazing. And it's also on Crowdfunder. Um, and she has it indefinite so that you could order a copy right now of that book. But um, we kind of wanted to make this a limited run. So it kind of made sense to make this a limited uh funding opportunity and kind of create some hype and urgency for the book. Um, because at the end of the day, we're going to ship these out and everyone's going to have their copies and then we're going to have to turn around and organize the next anthology for 2023. So I think we just kind of wanted it over and done with. Yeah. Yeah. Kathy, do you have, um, do you have, uh, any thoughts on, on crowdfunder and kickstarting or not kickstarting, but just sort of crowdfunding in general? How's your experience been? Yeah, uh, I mean, this is again been my only experience with it. Uh, but I know one of the reasons we did crowdfunder was like their pricing options allows like contribute or not oh, yeah. people who contribute to the campaign like monetarily to like decide whether or not they want to cover the fees or we could cover the fees. Mm-hmm. So it gave us more of an option to like lower the cost of things for our members, but then not necessarily yeah. for like the public buying the book um so then we could like deliver to contributors at a lower um at a lower rate uh, like our members and the people who contributed to the anthology um Mm -hmm. but and then like for the two weeks it it was again like we weren't trying to do a a big campaign or raise a ton of money we were just trying to kind of meet the bear but we did anyway we did anyway yeah yeah. Our goal was only 500 bucks and we yeah. way past that. Yeah. From the beginning, we were like, okay, it's just for our members and just for the few other people that are interested and we'll just set it low and we'll aim for a small amount of copies, like 50 copies, but we've already sold almost a hundred copies. So it's really mm-hmm. exciting. Um, and it just, it just kind of like, you know, I, I feel jazzed. Like I feel excited for the next one. Like it just, it's, it's great to see that support and, like I, I want to deliver the best, the best book for everybody, and add a lot of goodies to the package and all that. So, 
Yeah, it's been it's been great. And also to add on to the funding thing, crowdfunder also has an option to for people to pay what they want mm-hmm. for each product. Yeah, so that was have a big a, part of it. Yeah, you can have a suggested price, which is nice. So you can say like, okay, like you can pay at minimum $10 for this or up to like 15, 18. Like people can kind of say like, I can only afford the bare minimum, which is nice when you're offering something to a bunch of artists that might not have a lot of money um, mm-hmm. to spend on a whole bunch of copies. But then you can also like people that are feeling extra generous can add in a few extra bucks. So I think that's a great option. I'm not sure if Kickstarter exactly lets you do that for each product like Crowdfunder does. So that's kind of cool. That is really cool. And what are the goodies that you guys are offering with the, the books? Is it just the books or do you guys have other things too like that we're having a rainbow them. sticker um yeah and i think we're looking at additional goodies yeah because because so we've more. received these yeah. extra funds like we like we want to use them to make the um goodies that people receive even better so at the like we we i already have the rainbow stickers um that are going to mm-hmm. come with it but we're with this extra money um looking into adding additional stuff so nice what yeah. uh what things are you looking into like prints or we, we've been discussing like um fancy packaging or prints or like uh yeah i think that's pretty much it <laughs> awesome other stickers yeah, yeah. other flat other objects uh-huh. yeah who designed Prince, we don't the have stickers the roll up. Uh, we Those, did yeah the rainbow stickers awesome yeah it was a collaborative effort yeah i know you guys are very good collaborators yeah awesome (laughs) yeah so um let's move into each of your contributions to the comic um yeah uh oh actually no i have a question first okay before that uh how do you got like I've, i've never asked anyone this who's run an anthology before but since i know you guys i'm really interested how do you decide which story goes where? Like, how was that discussion where you guys like figured out like, like this the is order? how it starts, this is how it ends? Yeah, like who goes mm. first, who goes last? I'm very curious about that. Kathy, you want to answer that? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, part of it was like, I don't know, association between the comics. So, like, once we had them all, we had an idea of like what was in each one and how they kind of related to each other. Um, so the one that we chose for our first one was done by Bridget's Inks, Bridget Inks on Instagram. I forget her last name, but Bridget. Um, and it just felt like a really good start, starting story. Like it was really strong, really relatable um, and like very like interesting imagery, I guess. And then that just and kind it's of funny. Like, and it's really funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that just like led into the next story which I think is Chelsea's story and they're both about like staying at home and like falling into things like while you're at home and like the interesting things that happen there so that kind of led into the next one and then the next one and the next one um Mm -hmm. but then there was also because we have a mix of like fully colored pieces and like black and white we wanted to make sure that it was kind of yeah interspersed between each other um so like there isn't too many fully colored things at the front and then everything at the end is black and white or everything black and white and then fully colored at the end um so we wanted to make sure there was kind of an even mix of that 
um yeah yeah Shannon do you have any other yeah I think all that sums up like we're just trying to establish a flow um enjoyable for the reader and I think when we were meeting about it like I think I said I wanted it to be kind of like a mixtape um you know when you make a mixtape you kind of want it to have a rise and like a steadying Mm -hmm. and then a you know like a climax and resolution so just kind of putting them in the order that felt right that felt good so I was gonna say this sounds an awful lot like making a mixtape which is awesome (laughs) sounds really fun (laughs) yeah yeah um so how did you guys come up with your contributions to the comics had these for both your um for both of your stories, were these things that you guys have been thinking about for a while, or was it the prompt that really sparked the idea for your narratives? Um, uh, Shannon, yeah, you want to go first, talk about your, your comic? Yeah, mine is called Do Not Disturb. Um, I definitely thought of it for this anthology, um, but it kind of um, ended up being at a result of what I, what I kind of wanted to work on at the time, I guess, um, because it's a, it's sort of like a diary comp. It's, it's similar to the diary comics I do where I'm, I actually chose to put myself in it, which is the first time I've made like a full length comic with myself as the main character. Um, so, and that just felt like something I wanted to try out because I do really like memoir comics and diary comics and I make them from time to time, but I, had wanted to get more into them and practice doing them. So, and of course I made it about a subject that I've unconsciously brought up again and again, which is <laughs> I have a habit of like ignoring my phone for long stretches of time. Um, when I'm feeling like, especially like angsty or just anxious. Uh, and I can get really like, like avoidant with um, other people when I'm going through something. Um, and I think I feel, I think I have like a lot of guilt for that, um, because I've made so much art about this on accident, um, <laughs> but, uh, the comic is about, um, like I ignore my phone and then it like hatches a monster that does some stuff. So, yeah. Did you do this one all digital or did you do your usual like pencil and then scan and color yeah. and all that stuff? That's another thing. I wanted to try out doing something completely digital. So that's what I did. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not sure that it's exactly the process I would do the next time I would do a digital comic again. Um, Just because I am more comfortable with the analog process. But it it was another opportunity to kind of force myself to learn more about how I like to draw digitally and stuff. So, yeah, it's all digital. That's awesome. And Kathy, how'd you come up with yours? Uh, uh, I want to avoid drawing comments about myself because I get really self-conscious. So I was trying to think of a thing that I'm very much not, which would be a middle school boy. Um, so I just kind of thought about, but then I, I like tied it into things I know, like crushes and just being, oh, so I guess I should talk about what my comic actually is. It's called The Daily Crush. Um, it's about just like a middle a middle schooler, high schooler. It was kind of vague and I made the, the background characters look way too old to be middle schoolers. But um, it's just like about going to school and like seeing that person that you really like and how it brings up your day. Um, so I was just kind of like thinking about that feeling a lot and just 
thought it would be fun to make a little bit more exciting with some fantasy elements um yeah. like sprouts wings and everything I didn't go as far with like the surreal elements as I think I wanted to but it was a good first experience um I yeah. thought your comic was really powerful thank yeah. you it definitely um, gave me feelings <laughs> yes it's such a powerful I- subject just talking about crushes at that age and yeah I really liked the, the fantasy elements that you put in I thought were very like well put and like not too fantastical or like it was what you were going for so it was mundane surrealism I might say mm-hmm. oh, whoa. <laughs> very surreal I in think. a mundane way yeah, yeah. Noah do yeah. you want to talk about your comic please do no. yeah I don't <laughs> I actually I have more questions about both of your guys' stuff. Um, people just need to buy the book to read mine. That's oh, true. Keep them guessing. Good point. Yeah. yeah, it's not. This isn't false humility. This is me being very vain. Right. You're so, um, it's worth it, guys. It's worth it. Yeah, uh, Kathy. What I love about yours is the use of sound effects in it. And I'm sorry, I will wrap up eventually. But this is the kind of nerdy stuff I like to talk about. Um, I like um you use like like sound effects automatopoeia like to sort of like pace out the comics is that something that like you've studied in works or is that just something that came natural to you to put in those things to sort of guide like slow down the reader i'm specifically thinking about the opening page with like the alarm going off mm-hmm. and him brushing his teeth like how like is that like is that sort of something that like you sort of hear in your head when you're writing or is that like yeah, I'm just curious yeah. about that kind of rhythm. Yeah. I mean, I guess hearing it in my head's a good way to say it. I mm-hmm. I think I think a lot like a movie. So just yeah. I, I imagine the opening like a movie and just like at the beginning of the movie, you don't necessarily see the character immediately. Sometimes it's like a blank screen and you just kind of hear the background noise. So that was kind of what I was thinking when I did that part. Um, I didn't even think of it as like- I think that's like a really- practical approach to making comics for the first time like I feel like that's because movies are something we've all engaged in even -hmm. if you haven't engaged with comics very much but we all have engaged with movies and it's like yeah another form of sequential art so I think it's a great way to like do a first comic or any comics really when you're introducing a scene it's like how would this be introduced in a movie it's a great way to like go off of that so yeah they're very entwined too a lot of similar language in both you know Mm-hmm. And storyboards are basically comics yeah 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 and uh, every comic i've every book about making comics always talks about the camera angle when mm-hmm. you know when they're talking mm-hmm. about the panels and things like that so mm-hmm. yeah yeah i love the i love both of your guys comics a lot um really happy to be a part of it also one more compliment that you guys both took very vulnerable subjects sounds like and from what i've seen from everybody else like very vulnerable mm-hmm. stories Mm-hmm. A lot of people tapping into some real personal stuff, which is really cool. And also just like, it's a compliment to you. It's a, it's a, it's a quality that you guys have that everybody's just so comfortable to be that way and be that open in an anthology. So mm-hmm. anybody listening, that's a real, that's another reason to pick up the book is just how raw and um, honest the book is from a lot of these people, you know, just a yeah. very beautiful piece of work, beautiful piece of work, you know. I'm I'm glad you point that out because I I think it kind of speaks to our club. I think a lot of people feel comfortable in it and they feel comfortable mm-hmm. writing these stories. Um, 
yeah, I feel really grateful that uh, people felt like they could do that. Um, there's also a lot of funny stories in it too. I don't want to, yeah. it's not all, it's not all yeah. sad and serious there. It's, well, it's, it's a mixtape. It's a mixtape. <laughs> well, like, yeah, I would even say Kathy's is most mostly like really fun. And like, it's, it's like a Pixar short. It's just, it's like, it's really fun. And, and I would say yours, Shannon, even though it is about a monster devouring someone, it's also really fun and cute and you yeah. know, that kind of thing. Like, cause that's just, you're yeah yeah so yeah yeah that's just how i draw yeah Yeah. well i will say kathy's broke my heart so (laughs) in a good way it breaks your heart in the best it breaks your heart in the best way yeah (laughs) and i'll say that about a lot of people chelsea's comics adorable binks obviously great chelsea's is so good oh my god um and of course brian judge his book is embarrassing but again very honest (laughs) like it's great you know Every, everyone really yeah. put their best work out there it's yeah I'm really proud yeah. of every single piece in there um mm-hmm. and I'm really proud of the people that stepped in there were some people that stepped in late and said they wanted to contribute and they still made something amazing like um Chelsea joined really late Jordan mm-hmm. joined later mm-hmm. um and they still made something really awesome so I'm really grateful to every single member that worked on this like they did an amazing job so yeah. yeah, and you guys did a great job making sure that everybody was comfortable to share their work and do their best and turn it in Thank on time. You. That's a feat. And you guys did it. That's really awesome. Yeah. And also, I guess I should mention, yeah, like other people that have been on the podcast before. Emily Wigglesworth has a story. Obviously, Brian's been on. He has a story. Shannon, you have a story. Kathy has a story. We've mentioned Chelsea, um, Bridget. Who are the other contributors? There's Jordan. Um, Stephen. Stephen. Yes. Stephen Kissel. Stephen Kissel is a. Uh, Tom and Lid Manette. Uh, yeah. Oh, same. yeah. You should interview them. They have. I would yeah. love to. They have a lot of stuff. They do mostly anthology team, yeah. work, but they're a, they're like a comics duo. Dom does the lines and Lid does the color. And they're 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 mm-hmm. technically like <laughs> amazing. So great. Yeah. Unparalleled. <laughs> um philippa who we mentioned earlier oh yeah philippa who has the meandering realms uh anthology Mm -hmm. is in this as well she did a really adorable story for this yeah yeah she did our closing story it's a great end to it yeah it's such a yeah it was perfect for the ending like yeah it has such a good feeling to it that's awesome yeah definitely recommend checking out all those people once you pick up the book um, oh, and, and I'll mention oh, the last Kirby couple Myers. people. Yeah. Uh, Loki, oh, Kirby, yeah. Loki did an amazing horse, a story called Metahorsesis, and it's gorgeous. So mm-hmm. like, All the text is from Wikipedia. It's hilarious. <laughs> yes. Um, Kirby did an amazing story about a sandwich. You just have to read it. Um, <laughs> and I, yeah, that's everybody. That one's like a crisis in a comic. Yeah, that one's a crisis in a comic. They're all really amazing. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited to pick it up and read it from start to finish um as we're wrapping up uh we've talked a lot about the anthology but tell people where they can find you guys on the internet and other places oh oh, no wait i have another question um what uh do you guys have plans to take this to shows this year are you guys tabling anywhere you know what's the plan there obviously crowdfunder is a great distributor distributor but like are there plans yeah. to get it out there, like in the comic shops, shows, all that stuff? What, what's what's the plan? 
Yeah. So we made it available to all of our members to get multiple copies. Um, we encouraged them to get multiple copies so that they could table um, and make some money off of their work and also have, you know, a big, beautiful anthology at their table. So you'll be able to get, if you don't get in on the crowdfunding, you'll be able to purchase it from some of these artists individually. <clears throat> I myself don't have um, a convention that I'm going to yet, but I'm applying to some. So you'll just have to pay attention to my socials and see if I'm going anywhere. Um, but as for distribution, we're not sure yet. We kind of have to have a discussion about that. We've talked, we, we kind of were like, okay, we're going to figure this out after we have the book. I'm mm -hmm. going to order extra copies and stuff. Um, but I'm definitely not ruling out sending it to um, comic stores and stuff like that. I mean, I know for a fact I'm going to have it at my table until I sell out. So, mm -hmm. but for the most part, if you want a copy of this book, you're going to have to contribute to the crowdfunder. It ends on Tuesday. So you have till Valentine's Day to preorder a copy to guarantee that you'll get one because, yeah, we're not going to print it more. again. Yeah. We're not printing it again. So, this, this will be the limited edition copy that everyone <laughs> wishes they got. Uh, <laughs> first edition. Yeah. <laughs> Only edition. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Kathy, do you want to add to that about... Um... Yeah, I don't really have anything to add to that. I'm not okay. much of a con goer. Uh, if you see me at a con, I might have some in my backpack to give you, but not at the table. Okay. But a lot of our contributors do do conventions. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. Brian, Stephen, Chelsea, Dom and Lid, pretty mm -hmm. much everyone. I think I know Jordan bought convention. a bunch too. Yeah, Jordan bought a bunch. He, I think he he wants to go to his local comic stores and make sure they get them. Okay. So, yeah. Um, it's kind of going to be distributed in a kind of an, an odd way. So even even more collectible. Am I right? Oh like, yeah, super yeah. cool <laughs> underground. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is indie comics, so. Yeah, I hope it gets back to your teacher in third grade, Shannon, and then. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and then you get, and then you get in trouble again. Like it just comes full circle. So I don't know what she's doing. Yeah. She yeah. apparently like tried to hold me back from the gifted program. Like my parents like wanted to put me up for the gifted program, and she was like, "No," but it's yeah. okay. I went anyway, and now Good. I'm super smart. So. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Today, I won't yes. name drop her, but <laughs> yeah, um, you guys are both awesome. Where can people find you online? What are your where are you most active social media wise? Um, I'm most active on Instagram. My Instagram handle is Shannon Prince, like the product P R I N T S. Didn't you um, just? I, I changed it back. I changed it back. Oh, okay. Never mind. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I had a second where I was like, I'm going to change my Instagram handle. And I was like, just kidding. I don't like that. So I'm, keeping it. I'm keeping it. Okay. Um, and that's also my website, Shannon, P-R-I-N-T-S, shannonprints.com. Awesome. Yeah. Kathy, where can people find you? I'm also mostly on Instagram at catthighs with an underscore. Um, a weird name but because it sounds like kathy it sounds like kathy yeah i get mm -hmm. really self-conscious about it but thomas i made it when just, i was 13, thomas so. my fiance just figured that out like two days ago i'm so <laughs> proud of him no <laughs> <Good job>, thomas <laughs> uh no i have to tell everyone because i get embarrassed about it but yeah cat thighs on instagram um yeah 
and then our club. And she also pretty much single-handedly mm-hmm. runs the Comics Accountability yes. Club Instagram, which I almost forgot to plug. Um, yes. So it's comics with an X dot accountability dot club. No, we will yeah. not shorten our name. <laughs> no, we never should. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys, and I, I think we, I think we've definitely hammered it home that this is the time to get this book thawn crowdfunded yes. for another couple of days until Valentine's Day, like you said. So mm-hmm. now's the time. Don't sleep on it. It's a really good book. Um. So yeah, Kathy, Shannon, thanks for coming on. It's awesome. Thank talking you, to you for guys. having us. Yeah, Noah. Thanks yes. for having us. Yes, this is awesome. Loved hearing about it. Going a little more in depth about the book and about you guys. Awesome. So uh, that's going to do it for the interview. Um, uh, we'll have links to you guys' social media and the anthology in our show notes. Um, if you're listening, please give us a rating and review on your podcasting service. Give us a follow on social media. Our Twitter is at ConstructComPod. Our Instagram is ConstructingComicsPod, all one word. And Facebook is Facebook.com slash ConstructingComic. Thank you for listening. Be safe. Be nice to each other and make some comics.